You're listening to But, but First, a Big Brother podcast hosted by super fans Nick, Press, and Jill. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to an exciting new week of But First. This week, me, Jill, and Perez are joined with special guest Matt Steele. Hi, everyone. Hi, Matt. I'm, Hi. Excited. I'm excited to be here again. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited because, well, I'm, I don't know, like I have liked this season, but I know that my fellow co-hosts haven't loved this season and I'm really excited to hear your take on everything. Yeah, Jill could use an ally. But... I, I'm excited to talk about it because uh, on on my podcast, I always like try to talk about Big Brother really quickly. It's not a Big Brother podcast. It's just sort of like a weekly recap podcast. And so I always want to talk about Big Brother, but I know I have to do it in like 30 seconds, but I can't fit all of it in 30 seconds. So it's very frustrating. So I'm glad that I can be here and like talk about it for two hours, which is how long we'll be here, right? Two hours, three hours i've got all day your whole day we also like we text about it literally like every day like me nick and Praz. i feel like the summer is just completely taken over by big brother yeah no we have a group chat it's called but first and you know it's constant with updates throughout the week live our live reactions during the episodes and then also just our rambling like musings throughout the week about all things. Whenever oh. I try to say anything, you say, save it for the pod. <laughs> and I'm like, why can't I share my thoughts? That's what, wait, Matt, what did I say to you? Oh, yeah. He said, I was tweeting something in response to Nick, and Nick was like, save it for the pod. And I was like, is this a, is this a threat? Like, am I going to get fired if I reveal too much of my opinion right away to the public? My friend will be like, oh, what did you think of Big Brother? And I just send a link to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I have to just give really quick, really quick props to Praz for last week's editing of our pod. Because if you guys haven't listened, you must listen to, what was it, episode two of this season? It was like your editing, Praz, was the funniest thing. I texted you guys this, but I was in Trader Joe's in Ralph's literally cracking up. Like I can't even (laughs) deny it. It, it was, was very funny. So oh, thank you. funny. It was so <laughs> funny. And then Matt Steele texts me and he's like, what are bucket hats? And I go, are you asking because you're listening to my podcast? <laughs> and I was like, no, Nick, I just think about bucket hats on the reg. <laughs> you didn't know what a bucket hat was? No, they, they were never called a bucket hat. Yes, they were. were. No, it was like a Gilligan hat or no, something. No, like it was no, never no, called a bucket hat. Bucket hats ever since the 90s when I um, had one. Wait, what do you call it, Matt? I just, I, I don't know, just like a, I feel like we called it like a fisherman hat or something like that. It's a very, I know what you did last summer, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just, you know, so I actually went uh, shopping this week looking for a bucket hat inspired by this season of Big Brother. And I actually, and I went to H&M and I think I found one that's in the house because it's like this reversible one that has palm trees on one side and then like it's brown on the other. And let me tell you, I look awful i've always looked awful in bucket hats i look even more awful in bucket hats with also a face mask um but you still got one no i didn't buy one yet um the ones that cotton on were better than the ones at h&m but i'm also just like i was too embarrassed to look in a mirror at cotton on because they didn't have any available they like you'd have to like go in the back with the dressing rooms and it's like i just want to casually put the bucket hat on and see how i look but like I couldn't do that. So um, I, I took a photo and I was like, eh, whatever. 
Um, I would like to be able to freely try one on without people looking. Okay, no. but the, the the question of the season is which house guest, because they're all sharing the same damn bucket hat, which house guest <laughs> is rocking the bucket hat the best? Oh, oh Xavier. Rachel has the answer for you. Hannah! No, no, no Xavier. Derek see, I see. Look, okay. Everyone can say Derek X, but that's just because he is objectively like the hottest person in the yes. house. But I think Claire is rocking it the best. Maybe it's just, because <laughs> oh to me, it God. it just it yes. just look. Look, I am a Claire stan, and I will be here all day talking about how great Claire is. So I think it just works well with her aesthetic, her chill vibe, and yeah. her chill, slightly goofy vibe. I think oh it works for God. her. Okay, see, I don't think it looks like, good on anyone. <laughs> I just don't get it. I think with Claire, yeah, it's very like Julia Styles, but yes. like with X, with Xavier, it's it like subverts what you would expect from a lawyer slash bartender slash model. Like he. Um, I think he looks the best in it and all of the different hats. I think it looks funny on Hannah. It looks really bad on Alyssa. And then it looks um, super cute on Derek X. Yes. Um, He's insane for me. Every time Ex yeah, like Xavier has his on, like I'm like, I bet that's how I'll look. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to know, like, if I uh, get to ever ask this cast a question, I'm going to be like, where did the bucket hats come from? Like, yeah. did somebody bring them or were they in the house? Because there's a lot of them. How many are there? It seems to be like three. <laughs> but How that's a lot. <laughs> maybe, my, maybe my Gen X queen brought them. Gen X, Gen Z queen brought, uh, brought them. <laughs> Nick, I think for your solution, you just need to like do a – What's it called? Shein or Shine? That store. Just do oh like God, a Shein wait. haul and just like order 12 of them and they're going to be like $5 a piece and you could just keep them all. What's and Shein? Which one wait, guys, don't talk about it. No, 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 no. Praz, this is a really good foreshadowing to what we're going to be talking about later in the pod that you don't know about. So just like, oh, oh we're going to. Well, remember when we talked about fast fashion. Okay. Like... But it's kind of crazy to brought that up. Well, this has all been absolutely lovely, but I would love to get into this week of Big Brother. Is everyone okay with that? I'm ready. Yes. I mean, I yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> Oh, Prez, I, there, I do feel like we have a lot of, uh, you know, interesting opinions this week. And I feel like, Matt, I want to dive into your Claire stand-up, but maybe when we get to the America's player, what are they even calling it, this twist this year that we can vote on? Oh, God. High stakes. High rollers. Yeah. I'm oh, I'm high roller. I have, yeah. have been following the feeds like religiously and I'm still confused as to what exactly is happening. So confused yeah. with that. Yeah, but oh, that'll be in the spoiler you... section, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> um, uh, um so yes, Derek X won that HOH where he yeah. was hanging on the wall. Um of course Derek F was the first to fall, no surprise there. Um <laughs> And I thought it was so ridiculous that uh, that Xavier was like try to do a double deal with him after the fall, mm. when he yeah. was like, "Oh, by the way, all the kings need to be safe." It's like that's you're that's not how like deals are made. Yeah, and how's Derek X supposed to respond to that? Derek X was just like, uh, and just like went in for a hug. <laughs> yeah, and also like, there's no teams anymore. Move on. 
that's that's like a big i think overarching theme that's gonna um sort of permeate throughout the house like they need to just stop caring but i guess they were sort of these alliances that were formed that now they feel tied to them but they won't stop talking about these fucking teams yeah i guess it's easy to to like just group it and be like oh yeah well we could throw a joker up you know like yeah i understand they have nothing else to talk about (laughs) nothing else going on um that challenge like season 11 when they did this they did not like hold strong to those teams like you know they weren't like referring to jesse and and Uh jeff as athletes or whatever like yeah you know six weeks into the to the thing i don't remember when the when that ended but like i just feel like yeah the Jokers, Queens, I just hate I hate the team names any I just don't love it. So well yeah, I want them to move on. Well also season eleven, they all kind of hated each other, so they weren't yeah. lumping each other in with anything because that cast That's was so cast volatile. Was uh, yeah, now that was a, I know. The, season eleven was a cast. They the horrible horrible strategists, but like of a, a great, like argumentative season. Loved it, yeah. Um, and I know Praz, you loved the this challenge with the people throwing up. <laughs> no, I mean I just liked that little part that they were like, <laughs> 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 the, like the vomit coming I out. Wish, I wish that the caricatures were past contestants. Yeah, that would have been funny. It was just um, like random people. Yeah. Did you think that also that were you surprised that Alyssa didn't try to include Christian in her deal? Um, I wasn't surprised. Like, I feel I, like I was when I thought she. We when we were talking about it last week, I thought she got second place. Yeah, me too. But now that I see that she dropped off like in third place, I'm not that surprised because it's not like it's oh, not like just her and Derek X were up there for a really long time and like talking back and forth and making you know it was literally like oh I'm safe okay because she couldn't hold on any longer and then yeah. Xavier and then him so. I'm not, I wasn't that surprised. I mean, um, I'm thrilled she didn't include Christian because then the whole week wouldn't have been as dramatic as it was. And this was the week where right. I feel like everything started finally. Yeah. That's what, I mean, sort of alluded to it, but you know, I have enjoyed the season, but I feel like finally this week it felt real. Like we did not know what was going to happen. And I feel like even up until Thursday, maybe you guys feel differently, but it did feel like it was going back and forth. Like I wasn't sure who was going to be going home. Yeah. It was scary. That's how I felt, yeah. And the feeds were very, like, they didn't show much of it on the episodes, but the feeds were very, very chaotic because as soon as, like, the veto competition, or as soon as the nominations uh, were announced, like, there was a giant vendetta against Sarah Beth, like, by the yeah. whole house, like, especially Tiffany. Like, mm-hmm. Tiffany got a very glowing edit compared to how she was this week. She wanted <laughs> Sarah Beth. Out. Oh, yeah. she wanted Sarah Beth out. Yeah. She has this conspiracy that Shelly, Sarah Beth's girlfriend, doesn't exist. Oh. And, that's and that Sa- Kylan, <laughs> and that yeah. Kylan and Sarah Beth are together. And it's like if Kylan and Sarah Beth were a real live couple, why would they be cuddling in the house? Like they're not yeah. stupid. Yeah. They would play nice. against that. Oh She's wow! Like a dog with a bone against Sarah Beth. Oh and yeah. Like, it's happening this week too. We can get into it later, but she's still like on wow. the Sarah Beth Express. Yeah. Um, I like Sarah Beth. She's one of the few people, except that I actually like in this, like that I find interesting. Um, and I, that edit of her singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat and then looking crazy into the camera. <laughs> Excellent. 
I loved oh, the, the moment where, I mean, maybe we're jumping ahead to after the veto, but in uh, Wednesday's episode where she, they're all, all the Kings are talking and then Derek X, like they, all the Kings, except for Sarah Beth leave. And Sarah Beth just goes, you need to take the shot. I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> you know? And when she just was like, I'm just going to sit in silence until he says something. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> That was funny. Good for her. I've always I, liked uh, Sarah Beth. And I do think that that revealed that Derek X, like, he was telling people things I didn't think he needed to this week. Like, yes. he was being too open about his, I don't know. Well, yeah. Opinion. I mean, the thing that I like about uh, Derek, aside from being extremely cute, um, <laughs> is that he's, like, learning Big Brother as he goes. Right. He was recruited. Like, he didn't try out to be on it. So... I think that that's really interesting, and I think he's doing a really great job. I just was like, when uh, he told Alyssa he was going to put Christian up, I was like, what are you doing? Like, that's like, I want because I wanted Christian to get totally blindsided. Right. So mm-hmm. the fact that, like, he told her, but it, it made for good TV. I feel like ever since seasons like 14 and season 19, I think people are just so horrified about jury management. That uh-huh. like I because because Derek X was like, I'm going to tell Alyssa. It was literally like 10 minutes before the veto ceremony that he told wow. her this, that this whole all this drama went down. And mm-hmm. he was like, I'm going to tell her that way. She still feels like she has some sort of trust in me. And it's like, girl, she doesn't like you might as well just wait mm-hmm. and have yeah. it be a shock. It's I, I think that everyone is so scared because, you know, in season 14, like. Dan got burned so bad by a bitter jury. Paul got burned so bad by a bitter jury in season 19 that people are so af- mm-hmm. are so afraid of burning those bridges that every yeah. season, whenever there's a big move, everyone is like, we're going to let them know. Like even people who don't make it to jury, like Brent, like you can tell that bef- like an hour before the ceremony, people told him that he was going. So the right. blind right. side was completely ruined and right. the episode wasn't as exciting as it could have been. Exactly. Now, how did you feel about Brent Champagne? Because Nick and I, we were big fans. I thought Brent, you know, despite having an archaic view on men and women being friends, was pretty fine. Like, I, yeah. he was, I guess, considered like fine. the... <laughs> I mean, I guess he's considered like the the like bad guy of the season, but comparatively, like he wasn't like this. This whole cast this season is very, very likable overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the smartest cast we've ever gotten by a mile. Um, like overall, everyone is so insanely intelligent, except for when they go into the diary room to evote. Um, <laughs> thank you. I was, we were going to ask you. Yeah. So, so everyone is very smart, which I th- is entertaining to watch on the feeds because everyone is strategizing so much, but I don't yeah. know how well that translates into edited episodes, you know? It doesn't. And it I, I think, yeah. I think like this last week was, was when, you know, we're seeing Aza and Derek F start to hate Tiffany and vice versa and everything. So we're, and mm-hmm. the whole Sarah Beth drama, which they didn't really show, but like how so many people were anti Sarah Beth for so long. And I, I feel like this week we're starting to see the potential of what this season could become, but I don't think it's reached that yet. So overall, with this season, I'm feeling very just kind of like it could be great, but it's not there yet. 
It's not. And um, I'm like, is there a segment producer there anymore? Because last week we got Derek F napping as like a three minute segment. And I'm like, why? Like you've just put me to sleep. Um, And then this year, this week when Derek X had to be the latrine, I counted the minutes. It was three minutes of him doing this bathroom stuff. And it was like, is there nothing else to show? Like, I just, I'm, I'll say it again. I'm, I'm bored. It was cool that he made a big move and I love that. Yeah. But like, you know, the veto competition, um, where it was kind of like, uh, you know, it was one of those things where you got a reward and then the next person could take it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know you. Go, you but guys, shocked that Brittany actually. I when we heard we when I heard she won, I was like, oh, did they throw it to her because they wanted right. backdoor Christian that badly? But no, I think she actually. You worked like, for it. That. Yeah, she really did. That Brittany, guttural scream at the end was the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, the image of her just like shaking her head back and forth was so funny. And the, the thing is like. I agree. She worked her ass off for it. And yeah. Brittany is is so very much like becoming the underdog that people are starting to root for. I'm rooting for her because, A, because she's like an underdog. And mm-hmm. because she has like this week, they didn't show it at all because I, I, you know, they had to, I guess, show the latrine stuff. But Brittany has started, <laughs> Brittany has started like strategizing and like, and really like playing the game hardcore. And it's like, you go Brit. Like I'm all about a Britney redemption arc. Who is she sort of like, do you, who do you think she's loyal to? Derek and Aza, right? Right. Is that? Yeah. Why do we think that the Jokers wouldn't throw Christian a vote? Like, why wouldn't they? Right. They they all seem to like him better than Sarah Beth. Do we know what happened there? Because I did not watch the film. Well, I would say it's more of a cookout than a Joker. And since it's Uh, Aza and Derek F. And, you know, they can. But over Sarah Beth? What? I mean, but I'm saying, like, why would they not keep Christian over Sarah Beth? Who? Who Derek the Jokers. The Jokers. Yeah. Derek Oz and Brittany, they all the, said they like Christian better than they're Sarah part Beth. of the cookout. Minus yeah, but Brittany. Sarah Beth and Christian are both not in the yeah. cookout. So they could have gotten rid of either. Right. But I mean, if you're looking at it like who is a physical threat, right, right. Christian. And you know, you'd have a better chance like Christian has better ties. People like Christian. Like, not a lot of people like mm-hmm. Sarah Beth in the house. So it's like, okay you know, who do you have a better shot of being able to vote out? I think it makes a lot of sense if you're, if you're Xavier or Derek X or Kyland, but I don't think it makes a ton of sense if you're Brittany or Aza or Derek F. But Derek F and Aza would never win a physical competition against Christian. Yeah. Derek, Derek F and Aza already have to compete against Xavier Kyland and Derek X who are competition beasts. So I can understand why like um, Xavier and Kylan would want to keep Christian because Christian distracts people from them. But Derek F and Aza, they should want to get out the physical competitors as quickly as possible. And I I think this week proved and showed us that if you have the opportunity to, to take out a big play like a big physical competitor you need there is no waiting do it right away because christian had that opportunity with Derek x his hoh like he had the perfect opportunity to do it and instead he just wasted it on whitney and now now christian is regretting it 
because Derek X was brave enough to take the shot. So I'm tired of like the the pre-jury of it all being like, ooh, mm-hmm. let's just like not make any right. waves now. It's like, no, pre-jury is when you should make waves because you don't yes. have to, to yeah. worry about no, jury management, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like, imagine leaving the game and being like, oh, wow, my HOH, I got rid of Whitney? What was she mm-hmm. going to do? You know, like she wasn't yeah. going to win a phys- like anything. Like, it's just, again, everybody plays it so safe and they play it so like, you know, like I would have been devastated if Christian got rid of Derek X 100%. But like, had he done that, you know, he possibly would have still been here. Yeah, I would have applauded. I would have been like, you go, Christian. Matt, you probably know. But well, who are the detectives and what are the detectives? The detectives are, I know it's Claire, Kyland, Tiffany, and Derek X. It's the four of them. We haven't seen that on TV, right? No. no. There are so many alliances that we don't see on TV. There's the Jackpot Alliance, which was Claire, Tiffany, and Sarah Beth. There were what? the the man killers or whatever, which was yeah. like which was like Aza, Brittany, Tiffany, and Claire. Like Tiffany and Claire were joining a lot of alliances in the first week and like you didn't see any of it. Mm. Oh wow. Yeah, they didn't all those alliances didn't last, obviously, so it's fine. But yeah. But yeah, it's it sucks because like there's so much that happens in the house, like on the feeds that gives so much depth to the characters. And while these like extra competitions are fun and everything, it's frustrating that you have to like sit, like a certain amount of episode has to be allotted to the wild card competition and, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And I will say something that's very frustrating. Cause I just started watching survivor uh, over right. the pandemic. Cause I've oh. never seen survivor. So I was like, I'm going to start the series from, you know, season one yeah. onward. And I'm going to go wow, through it. Wow. That's so exciting. Where yeah, are you? I'm in season seven now of survivor. Oh. I have a long way to go. Wow. You have a lot to go. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that survivor does that I like better is they don't narrate through the competitions so much. Like, well, Jeff does Jeff, but maybe you haven't gotten there. Jeff does, but it's like, or at least in the beginning of these early seasons of survivor, but like, it feels like big brother, like the veto competition, you they they're like drawn out so long of like you know the contestants being like i'm trying to move my block this way and it's so frustrating because i'm having such a hard time oh what's going wrong it's like oh let's just like get this over with yeah that's true on survivor they never cut to like an interview with the contestant being like here's what i was trying to do yeah, you're because right. The challenges are actually interesting on Survivor. The challenges on Big Brother have become so stale, so boring, and so expected that it's like it's the only thing that will actually like pre- propel any type of story on this thing is to have these like produced moments of like, all right, Claire, tell us what happened. You know, mm-hmm. like, and I get it. That's the format of the show. But what I'm starting to realize is like, there's a lot in Big Brother which I do like that needs to like change yeah i i feel like a lot of these competitions though is big brother just has these set pieces like they have the wall they have all this stuff so they feel Mm -hmm. they have this veto or otev ramp um and that they feel like they have to like use because it's you know it's cheap to produce and everything that's the thing it is cheap to produce yeah but it it just becomes the same thing over and over again yes and i just don't find that there's really many stakes we're on yeah and i get it they're limited to that backyard but, you know, um, 
I just think that they can you can increase stakes without having to increase space. Well, in the old seasons of Big Brother too, like they would have competitions that were way cheaper. Like they would literally just mm-hmm. be like they were mind games or something, or like yes. the tiniest little puzzles or the just button like, hold a button down. Yes, or something something where all you needed was a piece of paper, <laughs> like yes. th- that people would pass around or something like that, and it was so cheap. But I felt like it did so much more. Do you remember um, in season four with June when they were in those cages? Yes. And they had to stand and like, and they couldn't, they all had to move into a smaller cage and a smaller cage and a smaller cage. Like these are competitions. And that's what I mean by stakes. Like these are competitions that you, they draw out the strategy. They're not just, oh, like I'm going to hit a golf ball. Like you actually have to, show your cards a little bit mm-hmm. and who you're playing with and reveal who you might be aligned with in the decisions that you make. Whereas when you're just like, okay, like, you know, I'm doing the buns of steel challenge. Like mm-hmm. it's there's, there aren't any breaks. When we get to this week's spoiler zone and HOH, I mean, this week's HOH sort of has that vibe, right? Like at a least. Bit, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I also the um they used to really like make these house guests suffer. Like yes. these house guests were yes. uncomfortable. They were doing their laundry like in a wash yeah. bucket and like <laughs> drying their clothes on like a roller thing. They were eating peanut butter and jet. Like the food competitions even though they did take up a lot of time, <laughs> they, they like, they gave steaks to like, like there were weeks where the house guests ate nothing but like fish all week because that's all they yeah, could at the food they would get buckets of chum dropped yeah. on them. Yeah. And stuff. It's like, like <laughs> these house guests used to be like emotionally and mentally exhausted and physically exhausted, which drew yeah. out, which like made everything more dramatic and more tense. Cause they were all just so sick of each other because they were sick exactly. of life in general. <laughs> Yes, yeah. exactly. And now they're all just like, let's hug rainbows and unicorns. And they're I'm given like, oh a, their God. list of groceries that they want. <laughs> yes. Like, and that's why, like, I think, like, imagine a week where they just, like, didn't give them groceries. Like, even if you weren't a have not and it was just like, all right, you know, fend for yourself. Like, just. There was like a, I should have saved it, but just um, piggybacking off of what you guys were joking about last week, there was like a tweet or a meme that was like, these motherfuckers don't even know about the Delta variant. Like, Julie, save them. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek X uh, officially backdoors Christian. Um, Christian and Alyssa immediately went into high gear of campaigning. And I was like, you know, good for them. I thought they were making good points. Um, I will say this. I actually like Christian. Um, I feel like if he were, he did not fit the mold of like a season 21 type guy who you would hate because he had an ego or he was racist or anything. I felt that Christian was genuine and sensitive. And even on his, the night he got voted out, he had his nails painted. Like I just... I liked that about him, um, but what I, I think he damaged his game a little bit by pairing up with Alyssa. It didn't feel like he really did much outside of the Kings, and you know, as as much as uh, he made points on to stay, like on why he should stay. I don't think he, for the past thirty days, he did that much outreach with anybody outside of his Kings, and um, didn't really make many other really good. Um, alliances 
Um, well, maybe Matt can tell us because he's been watching feeds. Has he, <laughs> like, did he have good lines? Because um, I was shocked actually when Brittany's like, "I like Christian more than Sarah yeah. Beth." I was like, "Oh, you do?" Like, and girls don't like each other in general. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no. Also, Brittany uh, like turned to a camera one day and she was like, "Like, I have a crush on someone in the house, and it's Christian." <gasps> oh. uh, so I. Well, I mean, Christian, I wouldn't say he did had no relationship with the other contestants. Like he he, you know, was he was definitely more social than some other people like in previous seasons have been uh, in terms of like guys who are like in a showmance and everything because mm -hmm. you know showmances sometimes tend to stick with each other um christian had an, a fine social game it, but it, it yeah it, in terms of like actually making alliances he didn't go much beyond the royal flush, royal flush. um yeah. And but he he did have like a, a close relationship with Brittany, you know. But yeah, I think Christian, all of his points were valid in terms of his campaigning. But it's just he was just he's just too strong yeah. of a competitor. It's like you could well, give me all it. the best reasons, but like, dude, right. you shouldn't have done the, all those burpees and backflips in the backyard. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? The the a segment where he was doing the backflips is when I texted Nick and Jill. They need to get this guy out. Like I hate. And I was like, Kush, I'm watching him do backflips. <laughs> and and Sarah Beth and Sarah Beth's like, wow, that's really impressive, Christian. And you can tell she's just like, this motherfucker needs to leave right now. Yeah. So it did seem like Tiffany and Claire at the end did want to flip and vote out Sarah Beth. So what ultimately happened that made them realize like, no, we just need to get rid of Christian. Uh, basically the fight that you saw with Derek F and Oz oh. and, and Tiffany, which, which was a bigger, which was like, you know, dramatic in the episode, but it was a bigger deal on the feed. It felt like uh, a bigger deal on the feeds. Like they like, Tiffany really came in to that room and was just like, you guys are lying. And da -da -da -da. <laughs> and, uh, and Derek F and Aza were not happy. And then when Derek F and Aza, you know, came in with Brittany to the HOH oh, yeah. room, which was iconic. Like when Aza was like, we'll go too. I screamed. Um, <laughs> but Tiffany was very, very upset. And uh. it, it kind of just ruined the whole plan. It was actually more Tiffany and Xavier who were like, let's flip. We need to oh, yeah. and and Claire was kind of like, yeah, I'll do it if you guys are down. Um, Got it. I was livid when Derek F had the gall to <laughs> be like, we're coming too, like because ugh. I would have been really pissed at that if I was Tiffany. I totally understand. But it sounded yeah. like we didn't see every like we. It sounded like we didn't get to see a lot of the, what Tiffany was pulling. Like I also thought it was really dumb of her to be like, go get go get Britney. Like, yeah. I know. Like to be like, Hey guys, I, uh, and then like Christian is the one to deliver the message. It's like, yeah. it's so weird not how you go about it. And, no. and like to have Christian be like, Oh, Britney, just Britney. And they're like, who may I ask is asking, you know, like <laughs> mm -hmm. it wasn't, that's just like not how you do it. But I yeah, guess like you have so few options to get people alone. Yeah. You, you pull, you try to pull them aside yourself. Like it, everything yeah. there's this season has so many one-on-ones. Like everyone has a one-on-one -on -one with each other. Not even yeah. if you're not nominated or HOH or veto holder, like you're, you're like, Oh, I didn't like they say to each other, Oh, I didn't have my one-on-one -on -one with you this week. And it's, and it's like, oh. why would you, everything just feels so organized. 
There's no chaos. There needs to be boring. chaos. There needs uh, Frenchie was chaos, which is I'm so I'm sad he left early. Um, and Brittany, if she wins HOH, which I'm dying for, would be chaos. And where the thing is, we're so close to chaos with Derek F and Aza being mad at Tiffany. We're so close yeah, to it, yeah. and it, it, like we're just teetering on it, and I'm just dying for it to happen. Well, consider this your warning. You're now in spoiler zone. <laughs> Oh, an, an electrocution in, in this one. <laughs> Love it. So the um, HOH competition, I, uh, it was one of those things where it was like two people start and then you buzz in. And if you're wrong, you're out. But if you're right, the person that you buzzed against is out. And then you pick mm-hmm. the next two people. So it came down to um, Tiffany versus Kyland. And Kyland knew the answer and Tiffany didn't, but she buzzed in and got it wrong. And so he won and she's so pissed because she's like, why didn't he throw it to me? Blah, blah, blah. Like she was telling him this was my HOH. You took it from me. Like um, if you're going to make up an alliance of six people that are all hate each other, but are working for the same goal, like then it shouldn't even matter who's HOH because, you know, you're all just trying to get rid of your side pieces anyway. But that's what, so why was Tiffany so like, if this was my HOH? Because she wants Sarah Beth out, right? She wants, that's Uh the thing. She wants Sarah Beth out so much. And she's like, you told me that after we got rid of Christian, we could do Sarah Beth next, but now you're not going to nominate her. So you know, blah, 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 blah. Now we have to get, she's like, because also it means getting rid of Claire, Tiffany's uh, right. uh, number right. one. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so Kylan won and Kylan nominated Claire and Derek F. Which is, of course, you know, Derek F is just the pawn, but for some reason he is pr- acting and even I told Aza, he's lying to Aza and saying, I'm the target. Kylan told me I'm the target. Because he he knows that Aza can't act and needs to be mad, and it's like, okay, but who are you acting for? You are yeah, there's, there's like two you people have the votes. You have the votes. Yeah. yeah, I I'm very confused as to why you put up Derek F. Because why not put up? Because I thought like Tiffany's plan that everyone was on board with was everyone gets put up with their partner. So, yeah, so it would be Tiffany and Claire. I don't know why Derek F and well, who's um, Derek F's quote unquote partner. He doesn't have he one. Remember right. when she the plan? Yeah. She was like, Derek F doesn't need one. So, and they did, we should say that they did announce sort of the new, again, high rollers, whatever the hell this twist is. So we're going to see the results of that. Well, we know the results of it now, but like, so we can, should we talk about who we voted for if we texted in? Oh yeah. I texted all my 10 (laughs) votes for Derek X. (laughs) I did half, I did half Derek X, half Hannah, my favorite ship in the whole world. Um, I did two votes for Claire, two votes for Brittany, two votes for Derek X, two votes for Tiffany, and two votes for Kylan. Wow. Because I just don't care, really. (laughs) Spreading the love. Well, I I was with a friend who uh, tried voting for Janelle. Uh, and he he got he sent in 10, 10 votes for Janelle and got a text back being like we don't understand your vote. Um, uh, I voted ten votes for Claire. 
Okay, uh, Matt, just, so, where, just, so what's your love of Claire? I just want to hear about this. I love it. I mean, she went to Michigan, as I've said, so I do have a bias towards her a little bit, but I love that you're a Claire stan. Okay, I was a Claire stan from the beginning because she's like an angel. <laughs> Nothing against Christy. I'm sure she's lovely. More Christy stands I, on this <laughs> No, First and foremost, I am a Christy fan before I am even a human. Before <laughs> Look, nothing against Christy. She's gorgeous. She has a wonderful cause. I'm sure she would have been a fine contestant. I'm sure we'll see her next season. Ooh, That's but, what I said. But when Claire just popped up like a, an angel she because the thing i loved about claire right away is she is so random like she <laughs> she does not fit an archetype really she isn't she's not like a model she's not like the like goofy girl she's not like this she's not you know she doesn't fit like an archetype character that big brother's so used to casting and everything she's just a normal girl okay is she a little tall sure but then <laughs> so i was like let me do some more research on this chick and she apparently in michigan used to run like um 24 hour survivor competitions or like 24 hour oh. like big brother competitions like reality show oh. recreations so you know she is a giant fan of you know reality competition shows and so i'm like this girl is smart and just so random. I have to stand. I'm sorry. And so I've been rooting for Claire this whole time. I think she is very smart. And if the cookout didn't exist, she would be playing a great game. Mm -hmm. Because right. she is very much... She's To me, she's playing a... Um, did you guys watch Celebrity Big Brother? Yeah. She To me, she's playing a game like Marissa Jarrett Winoker. Where it's like, she is partners with the person who is doing the most gaming and is right. in, the, in the room for every conversation, but not the one getting her hands bloody, uh -huh. you know? So, and, and also there's also mystery to Claire because she's not shown a lot, obviously. Um, so I just want to see her in a position of power where she has to show what she's thinking. She has to show her cards and like make a move. And I, mm. we Claire stands are like, we can she can do this she can do this we believe that she has a big move in her but it's just the, the cookout exists and she doesn't know it even though she's the yeah. only one who's kind of clocked it a little bit oh has um, she a little bit she's like named i think five of them in a sitting and oh, she's yeah. like maybe they're all working together and it's like yes claire keep going but i mean any non-cookout member is is screwed like let's just get real yeah. like I know. a cookout member is winning and so who in the cookout? So it's sort of like, okay, Derek F. and Aza are sort of a pair, right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. They're like the pair of outcasts. Well, and then like, it's kind of like, who do you, like, I'm trying to figure out who almost so, are like the loyal things, loyal people. Tiffany was explaining it to Kylan oh, okay. where she was, cause she was pissed at him and like, you're supposed to be my number two. And he's like, uh, what? So she's like, <laughs> um, she was like, it's, she goes, it's X, then Hannah, and you. And she's like, and then Derek and Aza at the bottom. Like, that's... Oh, my God. Well, now yeah. after this week, after this week, like, Xavier and Tiffany are, like, pretty close. Because I think they recognize uh, that they're both uh, on the same page game-wise. And yeah. Tiffany and X are just not into Kyland anymore. They're just like, oh. we don't like how he's running his HOH. We don't like how sort of secretive mm -hmm. he is. We don't like Sarah Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, don't want the cookout plan to go according to plan because then it just will be 
boring to me. So yeah. it's like I need um I don't think it will. Know. I think they hate each other too much. Some like there's gonna be dissension Something's something. Gonna happen, happen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I the thing that I think is a problem this season is um everything has gone according to plan. Right. Yeah. Like with right. the exception of Frenchie's HOH, which but like you can never count the first HOH. Like but the right. thing is like Frenchie's yeah. HOH H his HOH did eventually go to plan because yeah. he I wanted did. to get out like, you know, a hot straight white guy. And like the fans were all like, Travis is gonna be the first to go. He's gotta be the first to go. Um yeah. but Everything has gone according to plan. Like even though last week's H O Derek X's H O H reign was kind of messy, he achieved his end goal. You know, right. yeah. and right. I need to see an H O H where something goes wrong. And so I think this week that could potentially happen, especially because Kylan isn't like positive who he wants his target to be, right. and he's he, he the way he's running it is just everyone is just like fuck this guy like come on really and do y'all know what he did with these candy bars no No. oh my god it's like three o'clock in the morning or something it's so late and he just had this long argument with aza and he um he's like i'm gonna interview everyone because that's what he did his like first week and that's sort of what all the hohs have been doing like i'm gonna interview everyone and ask them like six questions but Kylan was like, but I'm going to do it differently. He set up a little, he took like a chessboard or something and made, made like four rows or whatever and said, this is all going to go like in alignment with how the memory wall is going. So you're not going to say a name. You're going to put a candy bar in the square <gasps> of where <laughs> that correlates with where someone is on the memory wall. Oh and it's like... And everyone was just like, what? And (laughs) as the viewers, it's like, this is ridiculous because we can't even, this isn't entertaining for the viewers. And also, like, there's a reason why they don't allow, like, pencil and paper in the Big Brother house. Mm -hmm. It's because they want, they need people to talk. And so this was, it was just so bizarre and everyone was not into it. And Aza was such a queen during this. She, he asked, like, who do you think has the most influence on the house? And Aza was like, Frenchie. (laughs) <laughs> like he <laughs> he still has the most influence on the house and every single every single one of his other questions he was like oh who would you put up who do you think would put you up blah 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 her answer was always just i don't have an opinion on it because <gasps> oh she's like i am not giving him any information wow. and it's like okay you ridiculous queen i love it wow <laughs> so okay so if someone wants to take a stab at explaining what the heck these buck BB bucks are and what's going to happen. Um, each week there's going to be like a different stake. Like there's different stakes on what they can kind of put their bucks towards or they can hold on to them and like hoard them. And it sounds like this week the um, you can bet on who you think is going to win the veto of who was selected to play. And um, so the more bucks you have, you, you want to put on it. Um, if if your person's right, I guess if you bet the most or if, I'm not exactly sure, basically there's a second veto that will come into play. If you bet on the right person, then you win the second yes. veto. And if the person who wins the veto, like no one has bet on them, then uh, no one wins a second veto. Um, I I do have the list of who bet on who. Okay. So apparently Claire bet on Kyland to win the veto Derek F. Oh. bet on Brittany to win the veto. 
Kylan bet on Alyssa to win the veto, and Sarah Beth bet on Aza to win the veto. So they all uh, bet only on those four party. people bet. Yeah. So if Claire or Derek F win the veto competition, nobody wins a second power of veto. Oh, interesting. I sounds- see. Okay. Oh, Jill, what'd you think of Julie's outfit? Oh my god. Okay, those pants were like so ill-fitting. Is such a bad color. I, I truly, truly do not understand. If you want to be monochrome, why not just wear a jumpsuit? Because they weren't even the same brown. Yeah. No, they weren't. It was. Oh, it was bad. Thanks for reminding me. I was into it. I thought it was fine. I oh, I hear a lot of people. I hear a lot of people talking shit about it, but I'm like, I don't know. I think she looks nice. Mm. Um, do we um, witchy witchy Nikki? Do you want to guess who's going home this week? I am going to say. Mm, it will be Brittany. Hmm. <gasps> Wow. I hope not. What's Alyssa doing in all of this? Like, is oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. I I know everyone kind of has a different opinion of who they want to go. I know Derek X and Hannah want Alyssa to go. I uh-huh. know um oh god, I know Tiffany and Xavier Xavier maybe want Brittany to go. And I know yeah. Derek F and Aza just don't want Brittany to go. I think they might yeah. also want Alyssa to go. Um, but Kylan initially was like, I want Claire to go. And it was really random. Mm-hmm. And people were all kind of like, why? Yeah, why Claire? <laughs> um, so I, 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 just because I'm a pessimist, I'm just going to be like, Claire's going. But, you know, this Claire bet on Kylan to win the power of veto. There's a rumor that it's Otev. I could see Kylan winning Otev. And so maybe she'll get that second veto. I'm I'm hoping she does. He throw it if he knows she. I, that's like where I'm curious. Like if people know that they bet on them, then are they less or more likely to push forward? If the person who bet on them, you know what I mean. I don't know if they push. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was wondering how we knew. This is all. Yeah. This the events of this week are all really confusing, including who the damn target is because <laughs> Kylan doesn't even know. Okay, so something that's been swirling around outside the Big Brother house that the Big Brother cast has no idea about slash I can't wrap my head around is hashtag Bama Rush. And Jill, our corresponding Gen Z -er, um, (laughs) is graciously volunteered to explain what Bama Rush is. So, Jill? So, Praz or Matt, do you have any idea what Nick is talking about? No clue. I have not seen it, but I have a guess. Of what it could be. Let's hear. Let's take a take a guess. I'm guessing it's something about Alabama sororities. Ding ding ding. So my TikTok is just basically all Gen Z. No, it's it's really hard to explain because it just sort of is one of these things of like it permeated society and none of us knew how it happened. All of us TikTokers, all of us Gen Zers, we don't know how it took over our lives. So a few days ago, I started getting things on my TikTok that was like, oh my God, are y'all as obsessed with Bama Rush TikTok as I am? And so the first videos I got of it was people commenting on it. So I was like, then you start, because the TikTok algorithm is so crazy, you start getting all those videos and then you start seeing the original videos. So yes, it is essentially just a place where it started as girls who go to University of Alabama are on TikTok, are making like these just very typical um 
TikTok videos of like, here's my outfit of the day for rush day one or sisterhood day one for pref day two, like whatever it may be. Oh, I have not seen these. Okay. Oh my God. And I cannot tell you guys. So usually Nick knows this. I'm an insomniac in the middle of the night, but like pretty much every night between like the hours of like two and four, I'm usually awake. And I really disgustingly just now sit on TikTok. And last night, my entire feed is this, whether it's the girls <laughs> talking about what they're wearing, whether it's people commenting on it. So now <laughs> the TikTok community is like watching this almost as like a TV show. So we have our main characters. We have at what Jimmy Buffett would do is this really great biracial girl who Nick informed me this morning that he saw on Twitter that she did not get, she got dropped by all of her houses, which is just a travesty. We're all devastated in the community. It was like the Face of Gamma Rush. She, okay, there's a Jill, film. Jill, Jill. Were you in a sorority? Oh, of yes. course. Yes, of course. They wow. were. Oh, so I cannot relate to this. Famous, yeah. Famously, 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 I was in DeFi at University of Michigan. As someone who was in a sorority, this Bama Rush stuff is so different. The way the Southern schools, the way that this is like a million days long, it's very different. Um, hmm. But okay, so back to Sheen, which Praz actually, funnily enough, oh. brought it up earlier. So yes, most of the videos are like these girls being like, hey, y'all, it's sisterhood day one. And here's my outfit of the day. Dress from Princess Polly. Earrings from Sheen, shoes from Sheen, bracelet from Sheen, ring from David Ehrman, my nose from my mama. Not a joke. This is what they do. And Sheen, the the hold that Sheen has on Gen Z is crazy. So Nick, Sheen is just an online fast fashion e-commerce site. But How do you like, spell it? S-H-E-I-N. But so there's a few brands that pretty much almost everyone has. It's Sheen. It's Princess Polly. It's, um, oh, in, in out, uh, all of us on Rish, Bama Rush TikTok have learned about this place called Pants Store. Pants Store. 70 <laughs> years of pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's another big boutique that they all seem to go to. Today is prep day, which means I think it's like the final day where they rank their houses. So we should know tomorrow, I think which girls get what house. But so I've been like, I also tried to, cause I don't understand what houses have what reputations at Bama. Um, but so people have been guessing like which houses, which girls are going to get in. And it's I just like, it. it's crazy, crazy. Jill, do you think that um, somebody will make a Bama rush reality show? Yeah, probably. Oh. I saw a lot of comments on it. So I think that probably, but I think it'll be like next year. So next it's year, yeah. How many days yeah, yeah. are? How many days are a rush? Well, so that's what's so crazy is Bama seems really intense. Like it seems like they're on their like ninth day or something, which I I, I don't really remember. Um, anyone listening who is in a sorority, you know, let us know. But I remember my rush maybe being like four or five days, I guess. But maybe I'm really. Wrong. I don't well, yeah. wait, hold on. In my memory of MTV's sorority life and fraternity life, <laughs> it seemed like it seemed like Rush was like a whole damn semester. Or is Rush yeah, just oh, like the, the initial? Yeah. Is, yeah. is Rush just like the initial couple days where then they choose? Oh, but then, yeah, yes. Then you're uh, what then are you called? Pitch. 
You're a pledge. A you're a pledge. pledge. Okay, I'm thinking, and I'm then you're a pledge for like a semester, a, right? A yeah. Pledge is, yeah okay. A pledge is a semester, and that's where you are a freshman or maybe a sophomore. And, and you that's know, when you get hazed. That's when you get hazed. You get hazed, and then you get initiated. And then, like, sophomore year, I was. Wait. Sophomore year, I was something on pledge board, I guess, where you kind of help decide stuff or you help organize stuff. Then junior year, there was a VP recruitment and there were two rush chairs where you sort of lead things. And I was the rush chair. I will disguise your voice, but what is the most awful thing you did as a like? You don't even have to disguise my voice. Michigan had very, very, very strict... like can hell so we you really like i'm telling you the girls my year at this other sorority um did some messed up shit they like um got the girls really high and drunk on bid day and then um took pictures of it and posted it to facebook and that sorority got kicked off so like you really had to really really like i'm telling you our shit was so stupid we you you lock them in a basement for like hours and you play a song on repeat and force them to like Uh solve a puzzle like i mean it's stupid (laughs) but you're just trying i mean i had that done to me too they played um i'm or in the club it's your birthday that 50 cent song it really when you then are uh, initiated then you have like frat parties where you get like marriage parties which is a disgusting thing oh. to look back on where you're like um tied to a guy like it's a very- oh my god <laughs> it's a very archaic uh, institution I, yeah. i'm sure brent would approve <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sure brent would be into it I'm going to try to find you guys some good pictures. Anyways, I'm glad to um, give you guys a little bit of knowledge about this. Listen, I have nothing but good thing to say about my sorority experiences because I met my best friends and I still love them. Oh, see, see, like at NYU, no one joined a fraternity yeah. or sorority. Like yeah. any, any, at NYU, any type of school related activity or school spirit activity was just like the most like like stupidest thing ever like no one went to it no one went to any games no one went to any welcome anything like it's like if you partook in school activity like you were a loser so i was in a gay fraternity uh called delta lambda phi uh, my sophomore year of college and it was not just for where i went to school famously drexel um it was for it was citywide for Philadelphia because obviously there weren't like enough gay people what? at one school to make. Oh a my god! So it was like me, Drexel, Penn, Temple, um, and like some other schools, and um, yeah, it was really interesting. I I made a lot of friends. I went to like DC for the like Delta Lambda Phi like all chapters. What? Like, Oh jeez! Um, no, I yeah. want to know what that that hazing was all. There was no hazing, but I did get into a scandal um, <gasps> because. So, look, in my youth, I was cute, and um, I remember when I was pledging. There was this one guy I, I won't name him, but um, who apparently was assigned a different uh, like pledge to 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 be a brother of but when he caught when he saw me at one of the events like made the change and was like no i'm going to be his brother and i didn't know all this i didn't know all this this happened behind the scenes and um and so on the night like when i finally met him i was like oh my god this man is an adonis he is so cute he goes to Penn, like blah 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 like 
and we ended up having like a thing <gasps> of like you know like dating and like hooking up it was like for like a month you know like um and it was like so scandal and then like Wait, were you where you was like dating within the gay fraternity not allowed or something? Well, you're probably not just, with your brother. Your, yeah, that your, was the thing. It was like he's supposed to be more of a mentor, blah blah ah. blah. So, yeah, you know, can't he can take the, the boy out of Philly? I guess I don't know. Guys, <laughs> guys, look, not to offend anyone in a sorority or fraternity out there, but like <laughs> these rules aren't real. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> listen, man. I'll have to dig up some photos. It was very fun. It, but then also I became social chair. Um, and then I was just like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like it's alienating me from like Drexel and like making more friends there within my film mm-hmm. school and everything. So I was just like, this isn't for me. Um, and I'm still friends with like one of the guys, Ryan, because uh, he went to Drexel um, to this day. Well, I mean, friends in the sense that like I like his photos on Instagram. <laughs> but um, from Bama Rush to... The challenge on yeah, MTV. Yeah. Matt, do you yeah. watch the challenge? I do not watch the challenge. Okay. Oh. Well, let me tell you this. The challenge is single-handedly the best reality competition show on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone Survivor, everyone says it. Yeah. If you're watching Survivor, you have to watch the challenge. If you're watching Big Brother, you have to watch the challenge. Those people mm-hmm. are now on the challenge. Um, and it's just so good. And I will say the premiere of the challenge this season, season 37. The, it was 90 minutes. In those 90 minutes was more entertaining than the yeah. past entire month of Big Brother. It's true. All right. I, yeah, I hear it's excellent. And I mean, they are actively like casting people to like who will be passionate and will like bring the drama. Of course, from Big Brother, like Fessy, Josh and Casey have become like challenge staples. I'm not yeah. really a fan of any of them, but yeah. um, <laughs> I know I did watch the when Bailey like flipped out at uh, Casey oh, on yeah. like whatever whatever season of the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Total madness. Yeah. Season 35. Um, but <laughs> um, it's so good. I'm so glad it's back. This is, you know, the first time I watched a challenge premiere on TV as it aired. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. My coworker, uh, she's very into the challenge and she has a very like boisterous personality. Like she she's the most personal person I know. She's incredible i always tell her she needs to audition for big brother um oh. but she so jj abrams comes into the restaurant where i work and she you know is, she'll just like talk to anybody so she's just chatting up jj abrams every time he comes in and he you know talks back to her he's very nice and everything and they have a good conversation because she's a great conversationalist and so he's like always comes in with his son who's like 11 or something and she it like one day was just like do you watch the challenge <laughs> And he's like, and he's like, no. And she's like, oh my god. So she sits down at his table, and when I tell you for like twenty five minutes, is talking to J.J. Abrams about like all of the drama going on in like the current season of the challenge. This was like two years ago, but she's going on and on about everything that they're doing in the challenges and everything. And he's just like, just like, oh, that sounds crazy. And she's like, yeah, you need to watch it. Your son needs to watch it. It's the best show on TV and everything. And I'm just like. And I'm just like, girl, like you are talking to J.J. Abrams about like this like trash television show, like great trash. But like that's like talking to the Pope about like these new like um, like essential oils you discovered, (laughs) you know, 
<laughs> she's doing the Lord's work, honestly. Well, you know, you never know. Like Steven Soderbergh does that movie, TV show, media log every year, and he shares it. That and is true. I'm always so shocked when like so much of his year has been spent watching Below Deck. Or, um, like well, some um, show on Bravo. Martin Scorsese loves Vanderpump Rules on Bravo. See? Yeah. Yeah, I do um, highly recommend this season of The Challenge. I really love the new global um, participants just because I think it's so funny. There's really cha- – actually, speaking of chaos, they are, there are some chaotic people yeah. on this season of The Challenge. And I just like love that they're pulling from a different cast of characters than we've really ever seen. I mean, I just think that's cool and fun. All right. Well, Matt, you want to plug your stuff for our 12 listeners? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I would love to. Um, so you can find me on social media at It's Matt Steele. So I-T-S Matt Steele, M-A-T-T-S-T-E-E-L-E. Um, I also have a a uh, YouTube show and podcast that I co-host with my roommate called Two Gay Mats. And we release YouTube videos every Friday and new podcast episodes every uh, Monday. And it's basically just pop culture commentary. And um, I also uh, have a movie that is out that uh, was just released this past year called Devos that I you know, wrote, starred in, and produced. So I got to plug that as well if you want to to watch yeah, a, t- a, a teen yeah. comedy all about bitchy boys in their high school musical. You can find <laughs> it pretty much pretty much anywhere you, you rent or buy movies. So Amazon, iTunes, YouTube movies, Google Play, Fandango Now, uh, all that <laughs> stuff. Just look for Devos, D-I-V-O-S, like Divas, but with an O. Love it. Well, from three miles down the street from the Big Brother house, I'm Nick. I'm Praz. And I'm Jill, sending you peace, love, and justice. Good night. Jill doesn't sing. Wow, Jill.